Welcome back to another episode of Strategy and the Virtual Controller. My name is Damien Greathead. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Penny Brett. Well, I'm not sitting here with my co-host. I'm, I'm sitting in Sydney. Penny's in San Diego. Penny, how are you today? I'm doing fine. As soon as this is done, I'm going to go out and walk the dogs in the gorgeous sunshine. Lovely. Yeah, a bit gloomy, a bit overcast and um, a bit miserable here. So anyway, not to worry. Delighted to hear that the, the sun is shining in San Diego and can't believe where October 15 is behind us already. I, I just do not know where the, um, where the year's gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, actually, was, I do. <laughs> Got a one year old. Uh, <laughs> it felt really long, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm glad that's over. And I've, I've gotten a lot of emails from other people telling me they're wicked glad it's over too. And as we were sort of um, preparing for this episode, Penny, you said something interesting, which was you've sent out a couple of notes to a couple of prospective clients to say, look, you've got to make a decision because as of November 15, we're closing doors to new clients, which I actually thought was quite interesting and, and quite intentional of you because I know um, I know. in previous years, you, you've sort of been picking up the phone, returning prospective clients' calls in sort of mid-January, I, I know. So what sort of prompted that for you to say, you know what, November 15, if you're not on board, then you're not on board and, and let's catch up in, in May. What's prompted that? Well, a couple of things. One, last year doing that in January. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that flipping taught me a lesson. Fool me once, shame on me. You <laughs> fool me twice, shame on me, kind of thing. Because um, uh, I can't do justice to the good clients I have if all I do is continue to shove more work onto my team. And um, I suppose I suppose I could overload them, but I actually like them too much to do that. And. Um, the difference in income isn't worth the difference in stress. Uh, or nightmares. Cause typically if somebody, sorry, you know, but if somebody comes to you at the last minute, you know, they're foobah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what foobah means, right? Yeah. And I got enough snafus. But I don't want to deal with fubas. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so we talked about it. And um, we I actually sent out an email this morning to people who have approached us about taxes and um, said, I'm, you know, I, I hate to do this so quick after October 15th, but if I don't have a commitment by November 15th, I can't guarantee, I can't promise you, because I've got to build the teams that you want, one, and I need to know how many I need in each team. And then um, the, with the with the other work, I know that the end of the year in February, January and February is going to be like horrible. And, you know, we talked about, you know, we could be cutting off our noses to spite our face because you know, come uh, March and April, things will get slower because we're due for all the bookkeeping that we're doing. But then again, that's not so bad either because I'm taking a flipping vacation in March. Yeah, <laughs> so. it, it, it's, it's, it's 
and also more work comes through the door, particularly from current clients when. Well, yeah, um, and that's a lot cheaper to get. Yeah. And I don't mean cheaper from a money standpoint because I very I spend very little on advertising as it is, but. Um, Somebody no, I mean, who's it's already it's, a client and communicating with us and we've got all the remotes set up and all the securities in place and, you know, you want me to add on a new type of work for us or do something different? Well, you that that's a slam dunk compared to something brand new coming down the pike. And 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 the other thing as well is while you're saying no to while you're while you're saying no to new clients, the likelihood of your clients saying no to new clients is probably pretty slim. So you never know, uh, your clients will continue to grow during tax season and and send more work your way. But what I what I really appreciated as 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 you were saying there, Penny, you're a first and foremost you've learned a lesson um, from from previous years. But then second of all, you've 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 identified that. I need to I need to have this line in the sand, which is November fifteen, because I've then got to do all of these other things to make sure, come first of January, second of January, we're set up to to successfully deliver the work, and 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 that got us thinking, folks, about um, okay, between now and the end of the year, what are the one, two, or three things that we want to work on uh, for a smoother tax season? So we can't fix everything. But um, as Penny's saying, we're not going to take on new clients after November 15 because we need to build the teams, the process, the workflow, get the clients onboarded successfully um, so that we can deliver on what we promised. But what are the one, two, three things uh, that you can successfully make progress on over the next couple of uh, next couple of months that will that will help reduce the amount of stress, reduce the amount of, um, uh, of pressure on you and your team during tax season. And I think a really important one, and, and maybe where we start is, is sort of capacity planning. Like, do you have enough capacity to deliver the anticipated workload? And based on what I'm hearing out in the marketplace, few firms do, Penny. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of, uh, hey, do you know somebody who can do tax returns? <laughs> I'm getting a lot of questions like that because they want, you know, because doing it offshore is an option, but not an option for everybody. And that's quite understandable, especially when it comes to the 1040s where you have to get the client to check off. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't have and and here's the thing is, I will say this, that you better stop preparing now. I don't care who you're outsourcing to. You got to prepare now to get that that engaged part that section of your engagement. Like I talked to somebody last year and they said, oh, you mean I have to send this letter to everybody? I go, yeah. And you have to get them to click yes, they're open for it. And this is only for 1040s. But um, he goes, well, I've already sent out my engagement letters. And I went, well, then I guess you're going to have to send them out again. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, think about it, those of you who are uh, doing this (laughs) with anybody. (laughs) Uh, please look at that. And make sure that you have the verbiage right and correct from the IRS. And uh, Penny, what was I remember? You went to the AICPA event um, in Vegas this year, and I can't remember if it was thirty percent was still sending paper. Thirty five percent in the room, and I went, "Oh shit!" In the back, was, yeah. was still sending engagement. Was still sending paper engagement letters, or only thirty five percent was sending digital engagement letters? No, thirty five percent was sending paper organizers. 
paper organizers. And here's my question. Who the flip ever uses those goddamn things in the first place, whether they're digital or paper? And and so, I mean, again, now's the time to be thinking, well, you're probably thinking about your organizers. You're probably thinking, hopefully you're thinking about your engagement letters. Um, and, and right there are two ways in, there's a bunch of tools out there that will help you streamline that process and, and oh, absolutely. save a few trees along the way. Yeah. Ignition uh, does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, CCH has a product that does it. Um, but even, but sir? even, even just a, a, an Adobe Echo Sign or, or even a, a simple Proposify, uh, you can. Yeah, it's not like you need the signature. It's just a little checkbox. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> you, you actually you don't need these expensive systems either. There's there's really cost effective sim- systems out there that will Quilla, which will help you help you yes. do uh, all of that. And so again, it's. What can we do now and what can we work on over the next couple of months that will help streamline the process? Because come um, middle of January, when 1099s and payroll are a top priority, uh, chasing down engagement letters is, is going to be one of those frustration points uh, for your team. So what can you do now? And, and how do you set up a system that digitizes it and then tracks it for you as well? So with a, a couple of clicks, you can send reminders um you can you can get reports on what's outstanding and and away you go and i mean if you do go something like ignition why not capture the client's payment details um, at the same time kind of like what my friend rachel does <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely i mean for, exactly. particularly for those repeat customers repeat clients that for all intents and purposes you know how much their tax return is going to cost um and maybe plus or plus a 10% buffer, no reason why you can't send them their invoice now um, along with that engagement letter, um, or maybe not now, but get it, get it set up so that the engagement letter and the invoice all go together, collect the, the, the payment details, and you might process the credit card once the return's done, but at least you're, you're not creating this enormous amount of, of, of administrative work that is um, billing and collections. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and you brought something up earlier just a second ago about 1099s. Uh, you know, we, we do a lot of those for clients, and it, it always amazes me that they call us and on the first week of January and go, okay, we're going to start working on this now. It's like, <laughs> why the hell haven't you had your administrative person out there doing this all, all along? You know, it's funny. Um, uh, I work with a couple of cannabis clients, and I'll tell you what, nobody passes money back and forth in that industry without getting a W-9 back. Mm. I mean, you want you want to get paid? Give me a W-9. Um, so we have one and in, in different people within uh, this one company that I work in, I've set it up so that different people have access to it because they have got to get these out uh, so that, you know, the money can go through because with cannabis business, they're so regulated. And it's, it's funny. I laugh because there's some of the best clients now because they have so much government regulation. They do everything right. How the tables turn. <laughs> how the tables have turned. All the stoneheads in the dispensary know exactly what they're flipping doing. <laughs> they know that um, they know their statement of cash flows. They know their P&L. They know their balance sheet. Yeah. They do. They do because the government required it uh, at, a, at levels way beyond anybody else. But no, I mean, it's like, why not? Um, you, you've got, 
use your Beth. Yep. <laughs> use your Beth person, your Lisa person, um, and uh, and get those letters out there. I mean, this weekend, you know, look at them, write them up. Uh, you know, uh, put your as uh, I was when I was working on that one uh, company's tax dome, getting all the workflows set up for them. You know. I had to put some some verbiage in there. He goes, well, I'm going to go back and put it in my speak. I go, oh, hell, you'll have to, because all I did was hit the keyboard. I wasn't even putting in sentences. <laughs> I was just putting in something to take up the space because I had to hit a save and I had to have something in that field with the expectation that he was going to go back in, which he did the following week when he came back from vacation and put how he wanted these communications to be in his language to his clients. And you could start doing that. Now give it to an admin and say, get this stuff out there. And whether you're sending it by text or email, God forbid, not snail mail, um, you know, get people ramped up now. Hey, you know that extension we did last year? You know how much of a pain in the neck it was? How nervous you were? Let's just do this right now. Let's get this stuff started. Here's mm. a list of things we need, you know. Here's where you can upload it to. And don't and, you, and have your admin person be the person in charge. You can tell them what you need to collect. Uh, they'll figure it out. That was one of the things that, you know, when we were in a client's a CPA's office, uh, Rachel and I were dealing with the guy goes, well, I don't know. They don't know. They don't know what we need. And I go, you have a checklist of items. It's compliance work. You could give it to them. You could put it in a letter and you can you can describe it to them. You're not hiring idiots. So, I mean, they can learn that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I always talk about you know, avoid same as last year, but something like that, you can pick that one up pretty quickly and run with it. Yeah. And, You're not and a goddamn you alchemist. You don't have to hide behind the Merlin curtain. You and know? also <laughs> if... if if it's like, you know what, if you get it 80% right and we get 80% of the stuff we need, then fantastic. If, if we get 80% of the stuff we need in, in October, November, um, fantastic, because that because then we can chase the 20 in January rather than rather than starting from scratch in January. Exactly. Yeah. So don't wait to talk to these people that you're looking at to read. And it, okay, here's another one. Um, I got... Uh, I've gotten a couple of uh, people out there who are hiring, I guess they're HR people, or uh, they work for uh, uh, hiring employment agencies. And I've gotten a couple of them with, because I'm my office is in Wyoming, um, they go, well, you know, I got one with, they sent me an email of a resume of a young man who is up in uh, northern Wyoming who wants to work remotely, who wants to do tax returns during the tax season and, um, you know, what his bona fides were. And um, so, you know, I mean, it's like, are you prepared now? Are you preparing now for the eventuality that you're probably going to be remoting because you're going to need a remote worker? And I'm not talking about even offshore here. I'm talking about onshore. Absolutely. There are people who will this winter want to just make some extra bucks. I was going to say that just that idea of people saying you're getting some calls. Do you know anyone that's got that can do tax returns? And the answer is yes, but they're probably not willing to come into your office. They probably they might not even be in your state. 
Um, but I, I would imagine that there are, uh, whether they're semi-retired, whether they're whatever their lifestyle is, wherever they live, but there, there are people out there that absolutely are willing to, to knock out eight hours a day of tax returns because, because they love it, but they're just not willing to come to your office. They might not yeah. be in your state. They, may not, they might not be um, uh, in, in, in the same time zone as you, and that's okay. So there are ways in which you can flex, flexibly think about your capacity. You just got to be. Well, set there up are people for it. out there. If you're if you're somebody who just wants to do tax returns, um, let me tell you the uh, some of the uh, bookkeeping firms that we work with, especially the newer cloud based ones. Holy cow! These these offices they got it going on. They they're dialed in. They have. They can flip a switch and you've got everything right there. They've been collecting and organizing. That's what they're good at. Yeah. Um, especially like the last, I would say the last seven clients that we've taken on in the last couple, two months, they're all cloud-based. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have, there's never any, where is it? We're waiting for the document. They've got, they've got that part dialed in. And they have everything they need. And not all of them are doing, uh, a couple of them are doing, you know, high net worth individuals. And they even said, do you know anybody who'll do the tax returns? Um, so, I mean, that's their focus is, is doing family, you know, uh, bookkeeping for families' uh, wealth. Um, so, I mean, uh, using things like, uh, what is it, financial sense and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's doable either way. You could be somebody who is wants to do sit at home and do these tax returns. So it would behoove you to get one your name out there, maybe through LinkedIn or something. Um, I would think that would be probably the most to me the reputable one. Um, and is it okay for me to say that? I think so. Supposed to be. So, but also, what are you doing if you want to remote? to set up your system and prepare your workspace to be able to support that. And, and um, it's not just, it's, it's not just an employee, uh, a potential employee sitting in another state either. It's, it's actually your current employees because they may need to work from home with a sick kid. They may, they may not be able to come into the office. From a commuting standpoint, it may be more effective for them to work from home three days a week uh, and come into the office maybe on the quieter traffic days um, because that's just going to make their life easier. Um, so right. you yeah. want to take the stress off of them. Yeah, and and, and if I, you read the Farmers Almanac, the Northeast is going to have a lot of snow this year. I know that was a little nerdy of me, but um, but no, I mean really, you know, it's winter, <laughs> and in most places in the United States, winter can be pretty uh, problematic, um, and you know, we've already got the flu hitting here in San Diego. Yeah, I was um, going to say, and, and and people being sick and whatnot. And and, and if, if it's not them being sick, it's someone in their family that's being sick. And I, I've thankfully for the first time seen, as we, we come out of winter, a, a much, um, previously we'd go to work sick. Previously there'd be people sniffling on the bus and, and all that type that of stuff. That ain't happening anymore. No. 
Um, no. but, but people are still being productive. People are still working, but they're, they're set up to work from home. They're set up to be productive for, to, to work from home. And I think that's the difference. Um, and well, I there know are some tools that you can do to help make that security for their home uh, better. Yep. Um, you could, you know, I would say, you know, bring in your employees if they want to remote. Okay, let's bring in, let's talk about how do we make this all secure for all of us. Um, maybe some of your employees don't realize that they can put passwords on their, their internet because <laughs> mm. <laughs> they haven't. Or they can set up a separate uh, login for themselves uh, and have or, a guest. Or, 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 or a VPN for the business to, yeah, so when, you're on, the business. when you're on client yeah, work. I mean, why not? There's a yeah. lot of... Um, there's a lot of great uh, uh, VPN um, setups like that you can use so that each of your employees and that way you can control um, not that you need to control a current employee so much as but you're protecting the fact that you as an accountant doing taxes, you've got your cybersecurity in place yes. yeah. because it's your name that's going to sign that damn return and it's your name that's on the sign outside. And, you know, using things like Practice Protect and digital signatures that are encrypted and encrypted emails and um, and VPNs into your system. Um, so, like, you know, I can't tell you how many people still use an RDP and they don't even put an MFA on it. And it's like, and you're worried about my security? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is this is a time. You know, the end of October, November, do it now. Don't wait till January. And I only say that because I, I'm going to get calls, I know, in January. Well, and, and also just, as I said, I'm not we're, doing it this year. we're in mid-October and coming into holiday season, all that, it'll fly by um, and, and it will be mid-January before you know it. And it, it sort of reminded me, Penny, of that email that we got from uh, from a listener that I th- it was one of our earlier episodes where we were doing the 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 green light, the amber light and the red light yeah. exercise and, and sort of actually now's the right time to on, on Monday to sit down with the team and, and sort of maybe take them out take them off site for the for, for the day to go through that exercise to be like, what are we not going to do? What are we going to say no to? Uh, and as, as you've said, we're, we're saying no to new clients after October, uh, after November 15th. So, but, but, but go through that process with your team and, and what's the technology, what's the capacity, what's the marketing? Are we actually, are, are we going to, to, to close the door to new clients? It, I don't care what you do, but it's it's really important to sit down with the team and go through that process and come out with an action plan of, of what are the things that we can do now um, to help streamline um, that that Jan- mid January through to through to April fifteen, which is stressful, um, is uh, is can be miserable. Yes, it can, and I, I I'm just not going to do that's yeah. what that's what I mean. The three of us, Namila, Shamila, and I, I, we were at a Zoom meeting, and and you know I, I brought my go. Okay, we've got these three contacts coming through the door, and they just looked at me and they go, um, uh, and you know they won't say no. And I went, uh, can you see us having a cutoff date? And they looked at me and went, yeah. <laughs> are you good with that? And I went, oh, absolutely. And you know, you know I mean, like the clients we have are, are good clients, and you don't want to. Um, 
You don't want to overload. And I can already, after what we just went through with uh, August, uh, September 15th and then October 15th, I can already see. Because we never, I mean, we were doing a fair amount of tax returns all the way through the whole year. Yeah, not and just in the, yeah, not just at the deadline. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like when I do a, when I do a breakout, I go, holy shit. That was pretty fucking good, but <laughs> sorry, but um, you go, but you go. Okay, I'm not going to let that. Uh, I'm I'm not going to risk losing what I've got with the good quality clients that I have by overstretching myself and overstretching my staff. And and I was sort of thinking as well that as you want to make sure you look after the good clients, and and to your comment earlier about the there's always opportunity within the current client base and and right now um tax planning for example and i always remember um i was standing in front of a room talking about tax planning and and i said oh who does tax planning and everyone in the room stuck their hand up and then i said who does who offers tax planning for every one of their clients and everyone put their hand down. And I sort of said, what's what's happening here? And they said, oh, we, we do it for the ones who we think need it. And I was like, for goodness sakes, what's the, what's the harm in writing to every single one of your clients to say, now's the time to think about tax planning. If you are interested in learning more, give us a call. And, and a, a couple of firms actually went ahead and did that. And the amount of new business that, that they were able to generate from their current clients just by sitting down with them and talking about their current situation. Some of it was tax planning, but but the, the vast majority of it was business advice and, and cash flow planning and 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 all of these other types of areas in which they could help. But it was just that outreach to the clients to say, hey, coming to the year end, if you're thinking about tax minimization or or, or how we can help, uh, give us a call. And yeah, that that they attributed sort of hundreds of thousands of dollars of new revenue as a result of that one campaign. God forbid, right God after forbid your being nice, offering yeah. your hand, yeah. and saying, "List, you know, hey, you want to talk?" It's and and what, and and the really nice thing that it did, which sort of come full circle for that conversation that you say, is it got people thinking about tax season. So getting their getting their affairs in order, getting their documents together, getting their information together. So it actually kicked off the process that uh, that normally started, well, normally was still going mid-February. Um, they were able to kick off that whole tax planning, tax organizing process in October. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You don't have to. And, and see, the thing is, the person who did the return, it's to, go take your vacation. Go ahead and rest. It doesn't have to be you doing this. If you've got the the letters and the and the items that you need to have collected, you can give this to an admin staff and they can get it done for you. And they can do it, you know, with a lot less stress because frankly, they tend to be slightly more personable than <laughs> Yeah. In my in most cases. <laughs> I, I, well, few... well, I I do I don't that you know it's funny. I mean, I've been working with accountants for 35 years and you know, what was it? Um Wayne Harding once said he was had him out on the boat on the lake and he was having a good time. And and he was out up in Wyoming and we were in the boat club and he was he was pulling all these kind of tricks and stuff. And uh, one of my friends said, God, what is this guy? He's crazy. And he looked at her and he goes, well, I'm a CPA. And she goes, no, 
<laughs> yeah, certified party animal. <laughs> and I, I went, he actually is a CPA and he is a certified potty animal. I mean, it was hilarious because they, they, he said he was a CPA and everybody just went, there's no way you're a CPA. You're too much fun. <laughs> and and, and that's you know, true I, of most of the ones I do meet are actually a lot of fun. I, and, and I think it sort of goes back to why did we start this podcast? And and it was sort of the the the, the real not the realization is that we know life's too short. We've got to have some fun. And, and tax season is something that, that, that can really suck the life out of, of you and your team and, and make people leave and make people quit and, and good people leave the industry and the profession because of shitty tax seasons. And it doesn't have to be that way. And um, I remember in one of the episodes that we had, I think, the your your CPA one of the CPAs that you work with was planning uh, her daughter's wedding in in March or April and yes, she was going to be yes, she was going to be yes. offline for for three weeks around that wedding. So if you're listening yeah, it was, now, it was, but, it, was, it was one of the it was the one that my daughter asked me to find her a taxi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when moved to Arizona. She said no. Yeah, and it was Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, and she's like, she goes, and we're going to Spain. <laughs> I, and and I'm thinking if if the um, if if the farmer's almanac is right and, and there's a, a, an exceptional level of snow coming to the northeast and you're sitting in the northeast right now, book that trip to Mexico in, 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 in March or April. Do that now and then, and then <laughs> and that forces you to work this out. That forces you to say, okay, I'm going to take two weeks off in, in March 15. How, how, what do we need to have in place to, to make that happen? I'm going, I have to go to Florida for a week in March. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's going to be Sibling City. All oh, um, right. Family reunion. That's why I wear my Malachi hat. Uh, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, because uh, all of my oldest siblings have retired and they've gone to, as Bill Mark calls, God's waiting room. And, <laughs> and so we're all, and, and frankly, a lot of my friends from here have moved there. So uh, it's going to be a massive get together party in North Hollywood, Florida. And, and sort of sit down with the team and be like, okay, what's, what's, what, what you might not be going to Florida. You might not be going to Mexico, but what's something that the team can work towards and, and to say, you know what, we're going to take off March 16 through 20. And, and we're just going to take the, take time off to recharge and recover before we come back at it. What, what is that? The, the, the sort of the silver lining to, to get this process kicked off and to get the team excited and, and do something like that. And um, again, I think it all starts with, with that intentionality and sitting down and what are we, what are we going to stop doing? What do we have to stop doing? What are we going to, to really look at? And then what are we going to start up? And I, I think if you sort of listen back over today's episode, we've identified a whole bunch of things that you could start doing from, from uh, electronic signatures and and um, collecting payment up front, and and we're going to start. And if you're going to and if you're going to implement workflow, do it now, not yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not December fifteenth. Um, if you're going to uh, implement, you know, some people are still manually. I can't believe it, but they are manually doing ten ninety nines. You know, get it going now. Uh, just get that stuff. That's that's get it out of your hair. Um, you know. And- that was one of the reasons why I got that email after Stephen, um, one of my clients, listened to that podcast about the different, you know, street signs, red, yellow, yep. and green. 
is that he realized that he was micromanaging everything to the point where he had stopped everything. <laughs> and I go, oh my God. You know, because I had actually, has, he had been out here in San Diego the week before. And I, <laughs> and he goes, he sent me a, an email going, thanks for the tongue lashing. And because uh, about the workflow and um, I said, yeah, you need, your, your work needs an enema, honey. But um, oh, what so, a lovely analogy. So I, I know, really. But, and he sent that to me. And then a half an hour later on the way he was driving and he got, he goes, I got back to my house and I listened to that podcast and he said, I'm sorry. I did not mean to be so flippant with you. And I said, Stephen, I'm from the East Coast too. I'm from New England. I, I understood what he was saying by tongue lashing. And I, I didn't take offense to it. He goes, yeah, but he goes, you know what I did? I realized I'm my own worst enemy here, aren't I? I go, well, you've got a fantastic staff. I've met them. They're awesome. They, they can do this. You just won't let them do anything. They all sat yes. there and told you. Yeah. And you, you're still busy trying to build the process and you won't even let them get the goddamn reconciliations done because you don't have your process down perfectly. <laughs> like, or, or you think that you've got to build the process. And, and if yeah. you've got an awesome team, get out of the way. I mean, I remember yeah. the, that the, the, the special guests we had and there was talk about we've got to hire this administrator and I've got to write the job in um, the description and I've got to interview them. And, and my sort of thought was, you you can you can hear the the not the pain but you can hear the anxiety in in the guy's voice. So like, but get out of the way. Give it to the team. The team knows what the the team knows the the role the 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 job description. The team knows the the personality and the type of person that they're looking for. So get out of the way and let the team do it because I I think they're chomping at the bit to 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 contribute to a, a smoother, less stressed, better performing business. Sure. And, it, you know, everybody wants a purpose and everybody wants to have a win and everybody wants to give, a, a, you know, say, hey, look, at I did that. or You know, we did that. Or yeah. you want to be a part of it. Um, you know, I, 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 get, I get some people are, are very controlling and, and, and certainly this industry tends to get controlling people. That's why you want them taking care of your debits and credits. I am certainly not one person you'd put in front of that because, you know, I'm not like that, but you know what? I have people like that and I'm very grateful for that. But um, sometimes you need to like step away and let somebody else look at something. And that's what we did this morning. I actually had a zoom call with him and his team. And, mm. and like I said, okay, I want you to just sit over there and be quiet on the zoom call. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, they were picking it up and they were doing, yeah, we'll do it this way. And, oh, yeah. And I go, at the end of the session, I go, good, work's going to get started. And um, they were implementing it left and right. And the funny thing was, is he hadn't given them even a visual into what he was wanted done. And it's like, you don't have to do this. You yeah. really don't. Your job is to go out and deal with the clients. I must admit, intelligent people that you've hired can do everything else. And I've fallen into that trap as well as I think I have to write this perfect brief before I hand the project over to to one of the team to get working on it. But but actually, you just for all intents and purposes, you you just need to kick things off and then hand it over because you've you've got bright, smart, um, well-meaning people on the team. So 
get it started because because often that's the biggest thing. But I always was like, oh, it's not right. It's not ready. It's not 100% ready to hand over to the team. But what I've realized this year is actually as long as you as long as you kick things off, get started early and and get involved in the 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 process early and get the team involved, things move a lot more smoothly through the organization and and that's been a big thing for me is Yeah, because if you to, do it, it if you do it too detailed, right? Yeah. And you didn't involve anybody else in it and then you give it to them, you know what's going to happen? It's going to get changed anyways because they're going to have some input in it now that they're the ones actually doing the work. So let's get this up front. Give them a structure. Be a manager. Yeah. Instead of uh, and 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 give people the ability to think that they have goals and they have a purpose. And say, okay, here's what we want to do. Here's the structure. Here's my ideas. Go with it. See what it works. Bring back to me what doesn't work, what you've done to massage it and make it work better. But the thing is, you have to be able to give them the, the opportunity to come back. So give yeah. yourself the space. And you've got space between now and the end of the year to do that. Right? Absolutely. And so, and I think, you know, we've covered a lot of territory over today's episode from marketing to workflow to people. And and I think maybe over the next few episodes, we deep dive into one of those topics, Penny. And, and, and so then, then basically, I guess over the next sort of four or five episodes, we, we do spend a specific episode talking about workflow, talking about capacity, talking about this virtual workforce, talking about marketing and and I think uh, I think then we can deep dive into each of the areas that that probably need a bit of attention in your practice in your business um, but obviously you can't fix all of them but hopefully you'll, you'll listen to one of these episodes and you'll identify oh shit yeah there's a really good opportunity in in marketing or marketing to my current client base to to extract some some more opportunity there so and that might be the one thing that you want to focus on so why don't we um why don't we sort of put a pin in the episode there but maybe the 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 homework for the listeners is the green light amber light and red light activity what are we going to stop doing what do we need to work on and what are we going to start doing maybe that's the the area for for listeners to focus on right now where we are in in just post october 15 maybe that's the best place for listeners to start knowing full well that you can achieve a lot um for a a better tax season but you've got to start now you do and if you are interested in learning more about penny services (laughs) 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 you better better get your skates on Uh, no, I, and I'm, I, you know, I told somebody yesterday, I said, I am not trying to be pushy or anything. I'm just trying to be brutally honest that I know what I can promise and I don't want to overpromise anything ever. Also, I'm not being, I'm not being pushy, but I, I, I know what I can deliver and I don't want to overpromise, but I also want to protect my team. I want to, you know, you said that earlier on that, that yeah. you like these people and you want to protect them. And I think I that's want them to stay working for me. Yeah. <laughs> not that you know we lost another good one in oh, culture Ugh. but it is what it is there's nothing i can do about it she was crying i was crying oh, no. was for five years it's like oh my god <laughs> oh well family is family over there you know? yeah absolutely well penny um i think that i i've enjoyed this conversation and i'm, I'm sort of 
um, excited uh, in in terms of yes, we're coming to the end of the year, and the year will and that will come quickly. But there's a lot we can achieve between now and then. So, um, Penny, as always, thank you for a, a, another great episode. Look forward to chatting next week. We'll have to uh, catch up and work out where we're going to kick things off in terms of our deep dives. Um, but, folks, stay tuned for, for our next episode. And yeah, you can... and, you know, December's going to come up quick, so we're going to be seeing each other in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, you. very much looking forward to that. Quick yeah, book to connect in Las Vegas. So, um, uh, and, and and if if you are headed to, to QuickBooks Connect in Las Vegas, let us know. Come and say hello. We might have to get some T-shirts made or something, Penny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got it. I could do that in India, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Well, folks, if you're if you're enjoying if you're enjoying the episodes, um, do us a favor, jump on to either Spotify or, or Apple and leave us a review, leave us a rating. Um, that helps us move up the algorithms so that we can get the word out to more and more accounts and bookkeepers like you uh, that uh, that are that are growing their business and, and really helping their clients. So. Uh, that would be a wonderful favor. SATVC.co is the website. You can find Penny Breslin or myself, Damien Greathead, on LinkedIn. Uh, but otherwise, we'll uh, we'll see you next episode, Penny. Bye-bye.